is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. Can you guess what is in it today? I take one step forward Seems like I fall two steps back Every time I get my wheels moving Feels like they're coming off the tracks There are times where I'd be lying If I said I did it all right No regrets, never say die Gonna give it all in this fight Yes, that's right. This is my time. I am Adrian Cohen, and I'm standing in for Bill Lawrence as the host of Box 39 today here on Cone Radio 106.6 FM. And at long last, I have the opportunity to show Wivenhoe and North East Essex who I am and what I'm capable of, despite having been in Bill Lawrence's shadow for six years. He's not here tonight. I am. This is my time, and I will bring you a show that has gravitas, strong philosophical content, unlike regular run-of-the-mill Box 39s, but there will be no bitterness, no bad grace on my part, no pride at having the chance today to sit in Bill's senior presenter's chair, despite having not actually passed the senior presenter's exam. It's a rigged system, though, and I am being held back. The exam results are manipulated. I've been waiting loyally in the wings for years. But that's not what this show is about. Today's show makes no apology for its serious and intellectual theme. For this week, Box 39 investigates reason, ideology, dissent, and those who are exploited, unappreciated, and then overlooked. The System is Rigged by um, uh, a band I found on YouTube. I actually did a search for song about rigged systems, and that's what came up. 
it fits nicely. And that's just a taster of the excellent music I'll be playing on the show tonight, seeing as Bill is away, and seeing as Bill isn't the only person who can choose music. Yes, I toil away down in Studio 4, supposedly the musicology's guru, but in fact, it has always been Bill who has chosen the songs that are played during the shows, and I just write some obtuse comments that aren't musicologies at all, and don't promise me any career advancement. Yeah, all that stuff about the musicology's guru, <laughs> not everything Bill says about what goes on here is true. And that's all I will say on that. Talking of people toiling away in the background so that the community radio show ponies can sit in their senior presenters' chairs, there are many of us, and there are many who make Box 39 and Colm Radio possible with their efforts and loyalty, and yet go unthanked. This is my tribute to them, or should I say, us. Oh, come on, all you workers. Who toil night and day, by hand and by brain, to earn your pay, who for centuries old past, for no more than your bread, have bled for your countries and counted your dead. We're the first ones to starve. We're the first ones to die, the first ones in line for that high in the sky, and we're always the last. When the cream is shed out, for the worker is working when the fat cat's about. In the factories and mills, in the shipyards and mines, we've often been told to keep up with the times. For our skills are not needed They streamline the job Westline rule and stopwatch our pride They have robbed We're the first ones to starve We're the first ones to die The first ones in line for that high in the sky And we're always the last When the cream is shed out For the worker is working when the fat now, it's not for me to describe Cone Radio's senior presenters as fat cats. I am but a junior presenter and have been here for a very long time. But that was what they said in the song you just heard. The Workers' Song by The Longest Johns. And I dedicate it to all the people toiling away in the background here at Box 39 and Colm Radio generally. I thank you. I thank myself. I thank everybody, aside from those who already get thanked all the time. So that's that. And now, it's time to start with some of the high-quality local radio content that I mentioned. This will demonstrate how good the show can be when Bill's away, and I am sitting in his senior presenter's chair. Let's listen. Reason is a narrow system swollen into an ideology. With time and power, it has become a dogma, devoid of direction and disguised as disinterested inquiry conducted by benign technocrats who are entirely validated by their impartial appeal to reason. Like most ideologies, reason presents itself as the solution to the problems it has created. <laughs> See what I mean? Very profound. Very profound. When did you last hear content as high quality as that on Box 39, eh? And her voice, the music and everything, it's, it's your serious philosophy and eloquent. This is not something we can always say about the themes that Bill chooses for Box 39. Indeed, we see a kind of narrow dogmatism supposedly validated by Bill's impartial appeal to reason insofar as it applies to being a local community radio hack. If you'll pardon the expression, I've heard people call him a hack, off the record, of course. So, anyway, topics and themes. Under Bill's regime, what have we had? April Fool's Day, obvious. International Women's Day, good, admittedly. The Broken Olympics, whinging. Destinations, wishy-washy. A night at the movies, 
Mm, generic. The inner child. Mm, pretentious. Houseplants. Oh, please. Brighton. Mm, not in North East Essex, though, is it? In your dreams. Seems a bit obvious. Reach for the sky. Uh, about World War Two. A bit of a crowd pleaser. Memories. Just an excuse for nostalgia. Gadgets and gizmos. Pandering to youth. Food processor. A bit of a nadir. What next? Plastic. Oh dear. Time capsule. Big yawn. Unoriginal. Show 112. Victorian Colchester. Rather looking backwards, though. Not forwards. Word games. Not specifically about North East Essex. Show 113. The Hythe, Colchester. Mm, too local, too parochial. The Absurd. Yeah, tell me about it. Show 116. East Anglia. Mm, I've always questioned the notion that Essex is in East Anglia. Scandal. No comment. Copenhagen. A junket for Bill and his daughter, Isabel Lawrence. Show 122. The future. Well, I'd say it's me who should be the future here. Show 124. Babies. Populist, a cynical pitch at the maternal and paternal instincts of our listeners. Show 125, big or small. See, he couldn't even decide on a single topic. Pathetic, really. And the list goes on and on. None of these topics, frankly, is as good as the high-quality intellectual one I have chosen for this show, which is Reason, Ideology and Dissent. Passivity is all too often imposed on humans by threatening violence. It may be fully achieved by an all-encompassing system which monopolizes expertise and defines its existence and ours. Knowledge is not information, and expertise is not an instruction manual. Instead of being a quest for certainty created by combining ideas forged in isolation, Progress should always stem from an investigation of the human as a whole being, in search of doubt. And who has Bill had on the show as co-presenters? There's been David Nash, Craig Barker, Jonathan Pearsall, Mike Harwood, Simon Grinham, Bob May, Ian Tallentire, Donna from Norwich, not a real guest, I'd say, just a, a pretext for Bill to engage in Benny Hillism, Ian Hornet, Angela Cairns, Joe Caldwell, Gail Berry, Andrew Oldershaw, Isabel Lawrence, there's an example of uh, Bill's nepotism again, Steve Ball, Tamsin Burnett-Hall, Natalie Eldred, Bryn Griffiths, Eleanor Church, Leanne Hepburn, and Pamela Ennis. Good people, one and all. But I have talked to many of them privately, and they have said off the record that they would have liked have been my co-presenter, but they felt unable to speak out or to ask to be interviewed by someone else. They have all said that it is made very clear to them by Bill Lawrence Handlers and Lenny Gaylord, his ruthless producer and gatekeeper, that all Box 39's guests are most definitely merely working for Bill and their descent and pushing back at the consensus here at Colm Radio is unwelcome. In other words, smell the glove, Adrian. A cup of love, watching the hands of the clock, holding me waiting for the sun Between day and night Can someone help me win this fight Against the mundane morning blue I'm tired of walking in these shoes I'm Running in a red face Always in the right place At the wrong time Working for the man Living for the weekend Stopping in the bricks And this is alright Working for the man Borrowed time, not enough us to dream these dreams of mine. 
Jeff behind these fools In the Monday morning blues I'm tired of working in these shoes Running in a red face Always in the right place At the wrong time Working for the man Living for the weekend Struggling in the breeze Look at how we organize ourselves. Never has failure been so ardently defended as though it were success. This is partly because there has been some success, and partly because a civilization which is no more than a system has neither memory nor shape. Dissenters who argue the merits of memory and shape find themselves marginalized by the tyranny of carefully cultivated consensus. Thanks, Yvonne, for that high-quality content on the weighty topic of this edition of Box 39. Yes, there is a hierarchy at Cone Radio Towers, and there is a distinct corporate culture which has been much affected by the arrival of Lord David Price and his phalanx of corporate enforcers from global digital retail. There are the, uh, the senior presenters, Matthew Young, Rick Armstrong... Nigel Little and Justin Furweather, who are lovely people, uh, very fair, very nurturing. And there's also Bill Lawrence away tonight. He's not here. I'm sitting in. This is my time. And Cone Radio has clear rationales about expertise, specialists, consensus, the definition of success, and no corporate memory of failures or overlooked talent. Because the ideology here is one that insists that there is no ideology, which of course is an ideology, which is being poorly disguised by claiming it isn't one when it is. Cone Radio insists that it is post-ideological, when truth be told, post-ideological stances and policies are, in and of themselves, ideological stances and policies. Insisting there is no ideology is the most ideological ideology of them all, and it only serves those controlling the power structure. And despite this hard-boiled consensus and the tyranny of the status quo, it's my hope I can persuade the other senior presenters, Matthew Young, Rick Armstrong, Nigel Little and Justin Fairweather, love you all, to pressure Bill to elevate me, I, Adrian Cohen. Perhaps paying attention to how good this show is, thanks to the opportunity I've been given. One thing's for sure, they can count on me to do a good job. Yes, that's right, they can count on me. If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. If you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can see, I'll be the light to guide you Find out what we made of When we are called to help our friends in need You can count on me Like one, two, three I'll be there And I know
what I did there? I said they can count on me, and then I immediately played a song that says you can count on me clearly and repetitively. Uh, that is an example of some cat on the radio, i.e. me, laying down some hazy cosmic jive. In other words, top quality radio presenting. And you are listening to Top Quality Radio here on Box 39 because this week it is being presented by yours truly, Adrian Cohen, offering the polar opposite of your same old, same old, here on Cone Radio 106.6 FM. Far be it from me to pose as an enemy of public order and progress. I occupy the middle ground, somewhere in between Matthew, Rick, Nigel and Justin at one extreme of quality, and Bill Lawrence at the other. I am just hoping that the justification of existing structures has not solidified to the point that the senior presenter exam results continue to be manipulated. Let's see what Yvonne has to say. Sooner or later, societies solidify to a point where the justification of existing structures becomes a social duty, and public discourse is reduced to an absolutist formula which depends on the concept of right versus wrong. The very idea of the middle ground then becomes an enemy of public order and progress. Yet the middle ground is where change may be constructively considered. Only there can individuals embrace doubt in order to reconsider society without rejecting it. Up feeling great, the birds are in the trees, they're singing me a melody. La 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 la, fuck the police. My head is on straight, my heart is in peace, my soul is incredibly ready to change his story. It's a Shungudzo singing It's a Good Day to Fight the System. And you are listening to Box 39 here on Cone Radio. So, look at this so-called musicology I scribbled last year for a song, I think, by Sam Smith. We have the freedom to work for whoever we want. If we don't like the conditions or the remuneration, we are free to walk away. There is no coercion, and violence against the poor is not allowed. All this talk of the violence of poverty and subhuman wages is part of the gormless ideological chatter of pastimes. We are now post-ideological. Nowadays, we derive our objectivity from one of the purest forms of human knowledge, mathematics. Employers pay as little as mathematically possible in the economic process and keep for themselves as much as is mathematically possible. 
In some tourist resorts around the world, for example, serving staff are paid nothing at all on the assumption that they will survive on tips from tourists. If they don't like that, there are others desperate enough to take their place. The logic of all this can be demonstrated using empirical data and equations. Beware of malcontents who brand this kind of purity ideological. What nonsense! How can using something as objectivist mathematics to allocate wealth be ideological? Now, this is the kind of thing Lord David Price likes me to write. I don't really like it myself, but Bill is never going to choose me if it comes down to what I want versus what Lord David wants. This is the way things have been since Lord David's company, Global Digital Retail, took control of Cone Radio. In fact, I have been asked to do this live promo during the show. Welcome to the world of global digital retail, a world of possibilities into which one is born every minute. Welcome to the world of Lord David Price. Whether it be underprivileged Nigerians working in call centres in Lagos, or Polish food cosmeticians turning plain fish into Scottish salmon in Warsaw, or Price University's research bolstering China's claim to the South China Sea, behind it all is global digital retail. Behind it all is one man's vision. As Lord David says, if there are people out there so desperate to fulfill their dreams, then there are opportunities aplenty to assure those people that their dreams will come true. Through innovation and fabrication, literally anything is possible. Any aspiration can be turned into income. Any amount of wealth can be transferred to new ownership. There is no high bar. There is no low bar. There is just global digital retail. Who is behind the redirection of Turkish water away from Palestinian land and into Israeli settlements? Who turned farmland in Hungary, Indonesia over to agribusiness so it can grow coffee beans for export to the developed world? Who turned the South American rainforests into toilet paper for the Japanese? Who turned Cone Radio into a conduit for converting so many ill-gotten gains into simply gotten gains? Remember this, in a world of scandal, corruption and fraud, there is but one constant, and that is Lord David Price and Global Digital Retail. So there you have it. It is what it is. You won't hear any dissent from me when it comes to Lord David Price and global digital retail. I may approach him one day about getting a senior presenter's chair, but softly, softly, catchy monkey. I may start by enrolling at Lord David's new Price University. A university is a place where civilization's knowledge is divided up into exclusive fiefdoms. The academic community's main task is to invent dialects and jargon sufficiently opaque to prevent knowledge from passing between the fiefdoms. By maintaining a constant flow of written material between the self-identifying experts of each group, they are able to engage in a kind of obfuscating communication that is intended to exclude outsiders and perpetuate their own importance. 
Well, how true all that is. Thanks, Yvonne. And it brings us to a brand new university right here on our doorstep. Lord David Price, the owner of Global Digital Retail, is also the founder and owner of Price University, which, despite being online only with a a P.O. box here in Colchester, has become an elite world-class tertiary sector institution famous across the globe for providing case-specific business-friendly research papers and expert testimony on demand to lend support in difficult court cases embroiling the very multinational corporations that finance the university. This is a mutually enriching symbiosis between academia and the corporate world through changing expertise and specialism so that it fits in with the fight against barriers to corporate goals. Price University was given Global Digital Retail's Best University in the World 2023 Award. Colchester, being the home to the best university in the world, is a central plank in Lord David's plan to move the capital of the UK to Colchester before 2036, a goal he shares with the university and a large number of wealthy retired donors who believe that Lord David can do it. Another activity that Price University is involved in is processing money from around the world through research projects and paying it back to the investors who are co-opted onto the academic working parties as ex-officio members, for which they are paid slightly less than what they had invested. This makes it unnecessary to pass the money through complex systems of banking, transfers or other transactions. The process of acquiring money and turning it into clean legal tender in this innovative way puts Price University at the very cutting edge. So it is setting corporations free with its industry-friendly research. It is setting compromised money from all around the world free by eliminating information about its sources and processing it through research programs. And it is setting students free by having no buildings, no classrooms, no lectures, and only self-assessed coursework. Here is Price University's theme tune. Price University. Questioning standards, reimagining quality, conjuring up dreams. University with a Colchester P.O. Box number. Online only. I love to polish my box. My special box. My box 39. Economic regulations protect the marketplace from itself by introducing common sense. In the process, it protects society as a whole. This is how we try to mitigate the destabilizing effects of recessions. Unfortunately, these regulations also become an excuse for treating each crisis as being less than what it actually was. 
In an astonishing intellectual somersault, our economic elites seem to be reassured and take to blaming crises on the costs of the very stabilizing rules which saved them. Very profound content. You know, sometimes being a great DJ and presenter means when the lights are low and we're leaning back on the radio that less is more. Suffice to say, it's a cruel world. Enough said. I'm putting you out of your misery Cause darling you're dragging me down I wish I could say that I'm sorry But I'm over that now I'm taking you out It's a cruel, cruel world Western civilization is aggressive about its superiority. Westerners are constantly asserting that they have the best method of running a society. They can't wait to tell people everywhere in the world how to organize themselves. And when this Western advice leads directly to disaster, famine, conflict and poverty among non-Westerners, these non-Westerners then find themselves pressured to take Western advice on how to get out of their mess. We're setting sail to the place on the map from which no Listening to Box 39 with me, Adrian Cohen, here on Cone Radio 106.6 FM, and that was Ship of Fools by World Party. My predecessor, Bill Lawrence, liked to joke about how Box 39 is listened to by up to 7.8 billion people all around the world. First of all, it isn't a joke because it is indeed technically possible because there is the internet everywhere. Secondly, it is 8 billion now and not 7.8 billion. A sloppy inaccuracy, so typical of Bill. Far be it from me to grumble about the way Box 39 is run by Bill, but I do wonder why the spirit and vision of the show's theme tune does not push Bill to be better in the way it would push me to be better than him if I were ever to replace him. Just listen to the lyrics. The song is called Message in a Box, and this is what the words say. 
Now is the moment, please understand. The road is wide open to the heart of every man. A few simple words so a mule could understand. He don't want tomorrow if it's just crumbling into sand. Won't you please hear the call, she says. Put the message in the box. Put the box into the car. Drive the car around the world until you get heard. Now, as a sign of resistance and dissent, pushing back at the powers that be and their rigged system both at the global level and at the cone radio level, I plan to, wait for it, because this would be a huge change of mission if I were elevated, I plan to actually implement the lyrics of Box 39's theme tune. The road is wide open to the heart of every man, at least those not surrendered to the tyranny of reason and ideology. So I'm going to put the message of resistance in the box, put the box into the Cone Radio car, which I'm allowed to use, even as a junior presenter, and drive it around the world until I get heard. Apparently, I'm able to broadcast Box 39 using my smartphone from anywhere on Earth. This is a vision that exceeds any vision Bill Lawrence has ever had. This is me, Adrian Cohen, just an unappreciated radio DJ holding no grudges, feeling no resentment, laying down some rock and roll and trying to blow your minds. And that was a great rock and roll song by Skillet called The Resistance. And it reminds me of one of my anti-ideology slogans when I worked in hospital radio for two weeks in St. Albans back in the day. On the subject of ideology, I'd say, let the children lose it. Let the children use it. Let all the children boogie. Which is, I believe, more or less what Yvonne is saying here. An ideology is a set of tendentious arguments which advances a worldview as absolute truth in order to win and hold political power. Followers are caught up in the naive obsessions of their movements and with denouncing dissenters. This combination ensures failure and is prone to violence. You will know ideologues by their assertion of truth, their contempt for reflection or doubt, their fear of debate, and the rhetorical tools they have for condemning dissenters. Thank you, Yvonne. This is Box 39 with me, Adrian Cohen, here, high up in Colne Radio Towers, broadcasting on 106.6 FM. And I am now going to offer Bill a bit of friendly advice. Bill, you should cultivate dissent on your team. There are easy steps. 
ask for feedback. Asking for feedback as opposed to freely giving it to employees is the best way to create a growth-focused culture. By embracing dissent and taking criticism well, uh, taking criticism well, uh, this practice can become contagious, contagious, which allows for radical candor or real talk to flourish in teams. Yeah, okay, okay, I'm... I'm reading this. I, I got it from the internet, but I already knew it. In fact, I, I know it better than this. I, I could have written this and it, and it would have been better than what I'm reading. But never mind, it's too late. Then the next, then there's the next step, elevate naysayers. Elevate those who have no problem speaking truth to power and asking bold questions. Their dissenting opinions make our work better. Um... Okay, where was I? Make it better. Oh, yeah. Despite the initial reactions of dislike, discomfort, annoyance, and resistance to dissent, successful leaders and healthy teams know that disagreement and differing viewpoints are necessary for good decisions and productive teams. Then you've got holding what's called after-action reviews, which is a process developed by the American military that enables and accelerates learning for everyone following soldiers' experiences in the field during AARs, as they're called, egos and ranks are checked at the door, and the work is dissected with three questions. What was expected to happen? What actually happened? What caused the difference between one and two? Yeah, so, so there's like, actually, I didn't read the number out. It said, one, what was expected to happen to you exactly? Uh, what actually happened, that's right. This process enhances everything from creativity and decision-making to trust and clarity on teams. And finally, well, where is it? Finally, finally, I've just, I seem to have gone, uh, is there a page missing? I think there's a page missing. Okay, no, okay, sorry, bear with me. I just, this is just like, uh, this is how uh, how radio works. Um, oh dear, oh dear, I'm just not seeing it. Uh, what, what, how far have we got? We've got the AARs in the American military. Finally, that's right, okay, finally. Show the value. Storytelling and data make ideas stick. If you want to cultivate a culture of healthy dissent on your team, then you need to have a few good stories that highlight how opposition and tough questions from dissenters made the world better. Uh, so there we have it. Uh, I was right. Uh, I could have written it better. There's stuff I know that wasn't mentioned, but so be it. This one's going out to all the corporate drones out there. Working for the man making other people rich. Slave to the almighty dollar. You know who you are. Listen up. Mom and dad said go get a job. Go work real hard. Go punch your clock. Climb the corporate ladder straight to the top. Pay your dues someday, you'll be the boss. But white collar life don't work, you see. Cause I ain't no corporate worker bee. Everybody in the house who feel like me. Get up on your feet and scream. Take this job and shove it up your. I will never be part of this machine, corporate society. You can't hold me back with a paycheck. This job can kiss my ass. Hey, Tina, great work on that compete analysis. Oh. Thank you. You should think about the management training program. We could use someone like you on the 12th floor. Wow. I, I will. Uh, thank you, sir. Great work. Training program. Boss man sit around on his ass all day. Doing real good work for the company. He don't know what's up. But he actually does, though. So let's not be unfair to Ted, yo. But the hours are good. And the pay is generous. I'm just gonna make sure I RSVP for this meeting. Yep, I knew it. And sweet. Thanks, Cause the people at this place are my best friend. And when it comes to the boss, he's my best friend. Take this job and shove it up your Tina, Nate, Casper, you got a sec? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure thing, Ted. 
process if we would pitch on the digital campaign. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's really nice that Ted's looking at ideas internally. You corporate drones in your suits and ties. The boss says, jump, you say how high. Ted wants you to work on it, too. Let's dive right in. Put our heads together. Who's got the whole thing? Make the good ideas better. Let's order food. Stay here all night. If we're pitching to Ted, it's got to be tight. Our inexhaustible supply of facts has unexpectedly made everything true and false and contested at the same time. The power of expertise has obscured the causes of both success and failure. Immediate answers and absolute truths are the daily bread of rational civilization. No attempt is made to identify recurring patterns for fear that dissenters may call for inconvenient memory and bitter experience to be used to push back against the suffocating certainties of specialists and experts. Thank you, Yvonne. Maybe it's just me, but I think you raise your voice work game when you know it's for me and not for Bill. Fabulous stuff. Anyway, when I talk about the dissidents here at Cone Radio, aside from myself, I am referring to Mango Dread, who pays Lord David to have his own show, and he's always talking about herbs and how his herbalism affects his behaviour and cognitive processes. Then there are the pyjama people, who are ex-employees of Global Digital Retail, who are given weekly one-hour shows that are broadcast in the middle of the night on Cone Radio, instead of their pensions and privileges as ex-employees. And we have the disgruntled discontents, who feel passed over in the entourages of the other senior presenters, Matthew Young, Rick Armstrong, Nigel Little, and Justin Fairweather. No, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love them all, but they too have their dissidents. Then there's Darren, the tea boy, who is only serving tea and biscuits because one day he wants to be a radio presenter too, and yet he seems completely stuck at the tea and biscuit stage, plus the odd off-the-books shopping tasks and personal chores for the other presenters. To all of them, I say, circumnavigate Bill's ultra-loyal handlers and his ruthless producer and gatekeeper, Lenny Gaylord, who collectively have created a sort of toxic, discursive death zone for any talk of change, innovation, dissent, progress, or the elevation of unappreciated talent. You talk to them and you come away thinking, nobody takes me seriously. Now, see what I'm going to do. This is Top Draw Radio Presenting. Wait for it. Here it is. Uh, let, me, let me try clicking on that again. Nobody listens to a word that I say And at work I'm just a foreman's tool Sitting in the corner with my coffee and tray All the secretaries think I'm a fool I don't want to suffer these conditions no more
Right, I've been getting a few texts from friends of the show and members of Bill's cult of personality complaining that I have been too negative and self-dealing during this show so far and that there will be a price to pay when Bill returns. So I'd like to set the record straight. I don't know how to love him What to do How to move him I've been changed He's really changed In these past few days When I see myself I seem like someone else Listen, Bill And I know that you are listening to this My own ambitions and frustrations aside, I think you are a really, really good radio presenter who thoroughly deserves his senior presenter's chair. I love your funny monologues at the beginning, and I love the words of wisdom at the end of the show, often accompanied by an angelic choir to give them gravitas. An idea that I had, incidentally, not that you ever acknowledged that fact. I love your Essex accent and fruity amiability, your conversational give and take with guests. There's no two ways about it. I love you, Bill Lawrence. Should I bring him down? Should I scream and shout? Should I speak of love? Let my feelings out. But as Cassius said to Brutus in Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, and he could have been talking about Bill here, why, man, he doth bestride the narrow world like a colossus, and we petty men walk under his huge legs and peep about. But men at some time are masters of their fates. The fault, dear Brutus, is not in our stars, but in ourselves that we are underlings. We see that Shakespeare had the measure of men like Bill Lawrence and the predicament that people like me find ourselves in in the corridors of power here at Cone Radio. Should I bring him down? Should I scream and shout? Should I speak of love? But having said all that, I do think you are great, Bill Lawrence. And quite frankly, with an eye on my future, I am willing to say point blank, live on air, unconditionally, that I love you. I love you so. There. So, to all those who texted me to say that I had been too negative and too self-obsessed during this show at Bill's expense, I hope that that little tribute has restored some balance and common sense to this episode of Box 39. Having said that, this is my message to Bill Lawrence and to a cold radio that seems so set in its ways about who does and doesn't get to sit in the senior presenter's chairs. This is me, Adrian Cohen, junior presenter, signing off, and if I may be so bold, like Ziggy Stardust himself, I am here, waiting in the wings. I am waiting in the sky. Be seeing you.
39 is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. <laughs> <laughs>